Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Psychic America. This is Tracy Brown calling today, March 8, 2014. How is everyone today? Um, what do I have to talk about? I do have a few callers online, so stay tight, guys. Um, I see it on for a little bit, and I always get a little anxious when people are waiting. It's part of my problem my problem. I am a people pleaser. <laughs> and by being a people pleaser, it kind of makes me anxious when I see that people have been online and been online too long. So hold tight because I just like to discuss um, some little bit of details. Um, but, 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 um, what are we discussing today? Okay, before I take any calls. Um, so last week I did not see my grandbaby, who is uh, two months old. She's over two months old. She's so cute, by the way. I love this kid. He's so cute. Has his own little look and his own little personality is develop- developing. And I discovered today that he loves Monsters University. And I love kids when they love um, a particular movie. And it's so interesting to see that they could love something at such a young age. Like, it's just so, like, I love to see their personalities. And it's amazing to me that you can have a personality at two months old. So his favorite movie is Monsters University. And, you know, every time I talk about my grandchild, and I refer back to my son, because he's my only, so I have no other reference in terms of life skills and people except for my personal experience, so. Unfortunately, I talk about my son a lot. Um, and so my son's favorite movie was The Lion King. Uh, we watched that until he was like 24. <laughs> and all his favorite in um, Facebook is The Lion King. <laughs> and then a friend of mine's child, friend of mine's child, child, um, not child, but friend of a child, doesn't matter favorite movie was Finding Nemo. I'm just so amazed how these kids can, like, have a personality and pick up, like, like right away you could tell. Especially from his mother today, she's like, he loves, I love the way she talks, by the way. I really, really, really like my daughter-in-law. Like, I really, really like her. She has the softest, throatiest voice. I've ever met. So, like, I could listen to her talk all day. Like, she needs to have a radio show. She just has a great voice, and it just comes from deep within. I can't mimic her voice just yet, but I will. <laughs> I like to like to mimic and copy people, and I will get her voice down, trust me, uh, to, like, mimic, not to, like, incorporate. Um, in any case, I, I usually spend the time with my son and my grandson. And my son comes to visit me every Friday. I actually get to see my son twice a week. Um, And all of that changed, like, after he had his baby. It's just so funny how the kids come back home. Because you lose them for a minute. You could lose them for, like, five, six years, you know, in their their 20s. You can lose them because they're out there hustling, they're dating, you know, they're partying, um, you're drinking. Hopefully they're not doing drugs. And thank God my son was a late drinker. Thank God. Because I come 
from a family of alcoholics, I spent a lot of time instructing him without telling him, you know, the effects of alcoholism. Um, so he was a late drinker. He didn't drink until like two years ago. Um, and thank God, because he, he also parties hard. Like he parties, you know, he parties well. So thank God he didn't drink until a couple of years ago. But in any case, hopefully, you know, alcoholism is in the DNA. Don't get it twisted. So, you know, every once in a while I remind him that, you know, he has a history in his family, so watch yourself. Monitor yourself. Order order your own steps in any case. So I usually spend the time with my son and my grandchild, which is precious to me. I love family, like Family, for me, is the most important thing. And I personally didn't come from the best, um, well-rounded family. And so I, thank God, thank God I could look outside of my family and see what was wrong. And so when I had my son, I made sure that my core group was healthy. Anybody that needs me, anybody that needs my son, they're always like, this is a really really great guy. First he was a great kid and then he's a great teenager and as a as an adult most people refer back and say this this kid was a he's a great kid. Um I really rarely rarely really are rare, rarely I don't fucking this. Um always get credit for who he is as a man and then um recently it was me, like, like adamant, like someone made it very, very clear that I, this is what I felt like anyway, that they wanted me to know that I raised a damn good kid. And, and I heard him, and I was like, thank you. Like, thank you. And it was one of those things where you feel so complimented that even saying thank you for me was so, like, not heightened. It was like I, I was eating it up like, like a cup of tea. Oh, by the way. I have an issue with food. I divide it. <laughs> and I posted on my Twitter, the way to my heart is with food, period. I have an issue with food. I'm not denying it anymore. So I just want that. In any case, I said that because I said soup, because the compliment felt like a good cup of soup, you know, in any case. Let me just... Uh, so in any case, my son, oh, and my daughter-in-law woke up to be with me today. So I felt really so. I just love these people. I love love, and I love to display love, and I I love it when I get it back. And so, you know, I got it back because my daughter-in-law got up and spent time with us today. We were all watching Monsters University, which I didn't get. I didn't get Monsters University. I didn't get it. Um, I think it's an ADD kind of, you know, movie, and there was, like, little puns and jokes that I didn't get. So I just think I need to watch it separately from my daughter-in-law and my son because they're so vibrant. Like, they have such a great personality, and they interact really, really well with one another. And so I was kind of lost in the mix because they were finding things funny, and I was like, what? what? What does that mean? And so I was a little slow and a little behind them, and they don't have time for me to catch up. They did pause and then go back and point it out to me. But you know what? Even when they pointed it out, I really didn't get it. I just laughed. I was like, ah. 
I didn't get it. In any case, um, oh, this um, this uh, Wednesday was Ash Wednesday, and ironically, ironically, I get my ashes every single year. Ironically, and I was talking to my son about that today because my son was raised in the church. He was raised in Christ, and um, the one thing I don't do is Lent. I don't have the discipline for Lent. I already know it. Um, so I, I wouldn't know what to give up for Lent because um, I don't have the discipline. Although, if I were to sacrifice something for Lent, okay. So you don't have to be a part of a religious structure to have a discipline and, and take the opportunity to take something away for the greater good. That's the whole purpose of Lent. It's just a sacrifice. It's the 40 days, 40 days of Jesus' suffering, blah, 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 blah. But you don't have to think of it that way. You can also think of it as a way of, like, this is my version of being on, you know, of walking, you know, walking without shoes. Like, it's just your version. So, I still made me feel a little guilty because he was raised in Christ. He was raised in the church. And so I said to him today, I was like, I don't celebrate. Um, I've ne- I, no, I said I said to him, we've never celebrated Lent, and he's like, Mom, I give something up for Lent every year, and of course I felt like an idiot. And so I was like, Oh, and I just you know like oh, and I he said I gave up. I like sugary candy, and so I gave that up. And I was like, Oh, good for you. And he says, Ironically, I've never eaten that type of sugary candy ever again. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and I love my son. It's, it's just so funny. Oh, guys, I know I talk too much, and I apologize. But it's just so funny that you don't really know you're doing a good job until it comes back to you. It hits you in the face. And today was one of those, like, he hit me in the face, where he has celebrated some some part of his religious order, and don't get me wrong, like, I, I'm from a native New Yorker, so I curse like a sailor, he curses like a sailor, he's found a wife that curses way too much as well, and, um, and I said that to them today, I was like, you guys, like, I'm not the type of mother-in-law to tell you what to do, and I won't need to, because society will, your, te- your child's teacher will say something. But I think you guys may want to begin practicing cursing less. Begin practicing it. And even though my daughter-in-law, her name is Frankie, by the way. I never call out her name. And Frankie was like, oh, my God. She's like, Tracy, I so thought about that. Because some of the things that we say, like, it's off, it's off, you know, it's off the hook. You know, they talk in a certain language. And, of course, I understand it. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, and um, here's what's going to happen, because it happened to me. I know what's going to happen to them. You know, the school calls you, and the school says, we have a situation. So when you pick up Brian, could you stop by the principal's office, and could we have a little talk? Yeah, that happened a lot with me and my son, because I'm vibrant, and when I'm home, I'm in my natural element. And when I'm talking to my friends on the phone, I'm just 
spitting things out. I just, I'm vibrant at home, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I'm not realizing what I'm saying, and Brian, who's a great kid, very quiet, would listen and repeat some of the crap that would come out of my mouth. So I say to her, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm mentioning it now just so you can, like, have it in the back of your head, but I never have to mention it again. I'm telling my daughter-in-law, Frankie, I won't mention it again because you will get called into the principal's office. <laughs> Somebody's going to get called in. And anyway, um, but I lost my train of thought. I was talking about something else. Oh, religious order. So then my son said he, he's given up Lent, like something for Lent for like the past five years. Wow. Wow. Doesn't go to church. Doesn't go to church ever. But he gives us something for Lent. So how funny is that? In any case, he made me feel guilty. And, you know, I want to be able to say, because I'm stubborn and I'm stubborn for no reason, I want to be able to say, I'm not giving up things. I'm not giving up, you know, anything for that. And yet, I do have an issue with food. <laughs> I have an issue with food. But more importantly, I have an issue with chocolate. So, although I don't want to give up anything for that, and I'm not committing to it, I'm not going to commit to it. But I think that I can offer up as my sacrifice for 40 days, oh, my God. Should I say it? Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to say it. Chocolate. <laughs> I'm going to give up chocolate for lunch. Only because my son put me on a guilt trip. And that's what kids do. They put you on a guilt trip. In any case, um, somebody just text me. Can you just text this person back, and then I'm going to take some calls. Oh, let me tell you guys that um, Mimi Leakes, who has blocked me from, a lot of celebrities block me, by the way. Mimi Leakes, Chris Brown's mom, she blocked me. Um, Michael, a, Michael A. Beach blocked me. Leanne Rhymes blocked me. And then she unblocked me. And then I unfollowed her. And then, this is Leanne Rhymes now. And then I vowed, by the way, Leanne, I vow to myself, but I'm going to make a public statement in a minute. Um, I vowed never. Um, I vowed not to do another reading on you, Leanne. Um, because I'm watching Leanne's behavior. So I don't follow Leanne, but I have a whole group of people that do follow her and they talk about her and they retweet. They retweet. So I do get the retweet. And then one of the retweets, it, it felt so uncomfortable for me that I went on, this is on Twitter, and I went on her Twitter page and I saw where Leanne is degrading herself and publicly putting herself down. Like, she says some of the dumbest, dumbest things. And she's been putting herself down to the point where it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable because, you know, I call myself sissy, you know. But I don't mean it. Don't get it twisted. I don't mean it. 
it's just that I don't always have time to think. So I kind of go through life kind of like, doke-dee-doke, doke-dee-doke, life is good. Because I'm choosing not to think. Like when I do psychic readings, psychic readings are heavy. They take a lot of energy out of me. So when I'm not doing my psychic reading, I don't have time to be smart. I don't have time to prove it to you, nor do I care. So I kind of stay in a lightheaded, ditzy kind of mode um, because it's safe and I, I don't always like to think because doing psychic readings are heavy. And so with that being said, um, I'm not putting myself down because I always go, I'm ditzy, I'm ditzy. I'm not putting myself down. I'm just saying I don't always have time to focus, even on a conversation. Like sometimes I just check out and then I'll hear something and I'll be like, oh, my God, what happened, what happened? In any case, um, Leanne is literally putting herself down lately. Um, And it doesn't make me happy that someone thinks it's okay to publicly put themselves down. And I know that she does it because so many people put her, like, so many, like, so many people put her down. Um, and it, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. So with that being said, I started looking, I actually went on her page and I looked at her, many of her tweets. And um, I decided from this point on that I don't have time to put her down. And with that being said, I um, I unfollowed her because I didn't want to see all the bad tweets. And then when, when I unfollowed her, for some reason, she then followed me back. So weird. And then she started retweeting and favoring some of my tweets. And I was like, okay, I think she's antagonizing me because she wants me to start an argument with her. But I really don't. It's, by the way, Leanne, if, if there's going to be a Twitter argument, I'm going to win. I will win. So I don't want to get into an unfair fight. And so I was watching her behavior until just before I went to bed. You know what I hate people? I like to go to bed in peace. So I'm not a... I'm not the type of person to, like, argue just before I go to bed because it's too heavy. Again, I don't like heaviness. And going to bed with all that stuff inside your head just makes for, like, a horrible night. So I like to go to bed in peace. And so I'm looking at my Twitter, and this woman, Leanne, been following and retweeting, you know, two things I saw. And I was like, okay, I think not that she likes me. I think she wants me to like say something to her. That's what I'm getting in my twisted head anyway. In any case, and she finally tweeted my son's um, picture. I forget what you call those photos, but acting, headshot. And I was like, okay, she crossed the line. And I got so fired up before I went to bed. I was like, oh, my God, she's really, really baiting me. And then I thought, fuck it, fuck it. Not going to let her do this to me. So, in any case, I don't know why I brought all that stuff up. (laughs) 
Okay, guys, I'm finished talking about me <laughs> to take a call now. And so 305, is that Florida? Oh, wait. Oh, okay. oh. 305, you're on. You're on the line, 305. Hi, Tracy. Hi, who's this? Samantha. Samantha, how are you, honey? I'm okay. I knew it was Florida, but I wasn't sure if it was you. <laughs> how, I mean, how I listen every you? Saturday. Yeah, okay, um, thank you. <laughs> How are you, honey? Well, What's been going on? Well, I'm trying to be okay, and I'm just, like, I've been on, like, what, three interviews this past week, and the last one was yesterday, and I really, really thought I nailed the interview, and I'm like, okay, I, I you know, and it wasn't just my thinking, it was what the reaction I was getting from the interviewer and some of the people that I was there with. It's um yeah. I guess a cosmetology school. Oh, so you're so what are you wanting to become a cosmetologist or are you wanting to become an employee? Actually I am a cosmetologist, it's just my life has <gasps> expired. Oh wow, okay. So I was just thinking I could, you know, work the front desk or whatnot, and that was what the position was for. It's like a big cosmetology school down here in Florida. And yeah, okay. it has, uh, And I interviewed on the South Beach campus, so it's really, you know, ritzy and fancy and all that. Yeah, yeah, nice. And I really thought I, I nailed it. Everyone seemed really nice, and I even had, they the interviewer had, like, the other front desk girl come back to talk to me, like, basically explaining the duties of the job. I mean, I know the salon environment. I know the job. I know what it requires. So I'm thinking, yeah. okay, if he's having people that work here talk to me, maybe that means I actually got it. And the last yeah. thing he said was someone will call me later that day, yesterday. And okay. I waited all day. No one called. I left messages. No one responded. Okay. I kind of go into like panic mode. I'm like, wow, really? I like Don't I finally panic. thought I really had something. And mm-hmm. I mean, we were even talking about pay rate, training, when that would begin. How soon do you want to start? I said immediately. Is okay? We mm-hmm. need someone immediately. And mm-hmm. I was just all gunpo, and I was so happy. Then when I didn't get the call, I just thought like, okay, so maybe the fact that I'm, I'm not fluent in Spanish would be. The, like the thing that would make them not want me. Okay. But mm-hmm. I've worked for companies where there are mainly Spanish-speaking people, and I got along fine, and I understand a good portion of it. And, I'm and like, did you well, explain that as well? Well, that actually never even came up in the conversation, which I found a little weird, but I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're so, like, enthused with my work history and how I am that it doesn't really matter. Because you can get around in Miami, you know, knowing some Spanish. And I know yes. a good yes. amount to talk to people or understand what they're telling me. So, uh, I don't know. I'm just so trying to get this whole job thing off, you know, off and running because it's so annoying to me. I really, really wanted this position. And the fact that they haven't called upset me. And then today mm-hmm. I got called from from IHOP of all places and I really don't want to work at a food establishment, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just I can't take the smell of food for very long without wanting to throw up. Okay. 
And the fact that I'll be working in a place with food all day would be an issue for me. So give me your give me your question, and then we'll talk. Well, I would like to know if I would be getting that position, the salon um, receptionist position. And okay. if not, I mean, if, if there's any positive job outlooks coming soon. Okay. Let's look at one thing. Let's look at the salon job. So give me that question one more time. The only reason I'm having you repeat it is because I really want you to focus on that that part of it. Like, there's a lot going on, so I want you to, you know, let's, let's pop the red tea and let's, let's focus. So just give me the one question again. Okay. I really want to know, will I be able to get that um, salon receptionist position that I really want? So, although I do feel like you were victorious during the interview. Um, I think it is a, um, there's been a talk up between you and another person. All right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I kind of want to say that there was something in the interview that, that you kind of um, maybe, like, said something that might have made a decision that tells me that you're probably not going to get the position. Something in the okay. interview. Something that you said. Something went wrong. Did you get that feeling at all? Did, did the face change? Did the body language change? Did it end abruptly? I mean, I really didn't. Uh, okay. I don't know. I just maybe my nervousness kind of got got in the way and I messed up, I guess. Okay. And I'm not trying to blame you. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to help out, like, in terms of, like, what, like, I'm getting most likely not is what I'm getting here. Most likely not. Because um, I see you upset. I see you upset. Um, and I actually see you heartbroken, to be honest with you. I don't see you heartbroken because of what I'm telling you today. I see you heartbroken because you discover that you did not get, um, you were not given the position. Um, But, Samantha, I want you to not beat yourself up, okay? It's okay not to get the position that you really, really want because there's something else designed for you. And I know that sounds silly, but sometimes, like, those are the only words that I have to offer up, which is not getting the job is not the bad thing. How you respond to it is the bad thing. Okay. Well, I had a feeling that I didn't get it anyways. I mean, I told one of my friends, she's like, oh, calm down, you probably got it. I'm like, no, I didn't. Interesting. Okay. So with that being said, um, the one thing I want to be able to tell you is to, hold on a second. 
Okay. Um, the one thing I want to be able to tell you is at this stage of the game, I want you to take on, take on a sacrifice, take on a sacrifice. And I can only tell you to do that based on my personal experience, okay? I worked at Target, Samantha, for seven years. And out of any job I've ever had, working at Target was probably the most fucked up job I've ever had. Do you understand that? It was Mm -hmm. minimum wage. It was minimum wage. And you were standing all day. And Target does not respect their employees. And so... Um, and and yet, and I started out part-time, no less, and yet I worked there until I found a niche in Target that made me happy. So rather than quit, because I hated the job so much, I wound up working in a photo department, which I loved. And for working in a photo department, I wound up working there full-time, and the reason why I went to Target to master is because it offered benefits. Now, my son, who's an actor, always had benefits. He had benefits from his father. He had benefits from two different unions. But I didn't. And it's just not healthy for me to walk around without benefits. And at the time, Target offered benefits for part-timers. That's why I went there. It was a sacrifice. Not, I did not expect to stay there seven years. But it's within God's will that I was mandated to stay there seven years. But while I was there, I did my psychic work. So I did what I loved and then allowed myself to receive benefits. Now I'm going to go back to IHOP, and that's why I'm bringing up the sacrifice part of it. I understand the smell of food. Like, I get that for you. I can also tell you it's a tip job. So with that being said, you always have cash in your pocket, let alone the paycheck at the end of the day. And I don't know how most waitressing jobs work, but I know it's a cash operation in terms of having cash every day in your pocket from the tips. So I kind of don't want you to turn down the IHOP position because it's, it's just an interim job. It's just a job to get you through, Samantha, until the job that you want shows up. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I don't want you to work at IHOP seven years because it's not your game. But I certainly don't want you to turn down any job that can put a dollar in your pocket. All right? And so, like, the job situation, oh, crap, I really don't want to ask, but if I don't take the IHOP position, will there be, like, no you know, jobs coming after that? Well, here's what I'm going to offer up. There's Psalm 91. I don't know what section of Psalm 91. I can find it if I want to. I just don't feel like finding it. There's a part in Psalm 91 where where it says, like, God's got your back, but don't don't hit your foot against the stone. He's got your back until you don't do the right thing. And then he's like, well, listen. I helped you out, and you're, you're, like, you're looking at me like I'm crazy now. You're like, God, please help me. God, please help me. IHOP shows up, and you're like, IHOP? Hell no. <laughs> what are you thinking, God? I'm not doing IHOP. Um, but what if this is God just taking care of you, Samantha? Just what if? Until the job 
that you're supposed to get comes along. So let's be realistic. Take the IHOP job. I'm not telling you what to do. Work there, interview, and then the job that you want. And I'm not saying this is, this is not psychic yet. I'm just giving you an example. It doesn't come up until June. So from March mm-hmm. to June, do you really want to be without money? Because you have this yeah. ideal place that you want to be at, and you should always strive to be the best that you can be. Sometimes we've got to crawl. Sometimes we've got to dig a little dirt. Sometimes we've got to pick cotton. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. It just feels like I've been doing that for the longest, and I'm just like and you're really... Gonna, and, but you're going to do it a little bit more because sometimes when we're running in the same rut, it's because we're not getting it. We're not getting it. It's one of those things, you know, it's just one of those things where you just have... You're, you're forced to stop in your tracks and circle and circle and circle, and a lot of people do this. People do it in relationships, Samantha, you know, people do it at their jobs. I hate my job. I hate my job. I hate my job. Do something to get out of your job, you know? How long have you been at your job? 15 years. Well, in the last 15 years, you could have went back to school. But instead, you spent the last 15 years hating your job. You know what I mean? You know, yes. people, and they, they do this a lot. Like, they do this in relationships. I hate the person that I'm with. And they complain about the person. And it's like, yeah, it's not really the other person. Because you, yourself, you can change the aspect of everything that's going on around you, which means get out, get out, or be a better person. Be a better person so that what shows up for you comes back to you in a positive way. I want to offer up to you your stubbornness is, is, is I think, your biggest problem right now. It, It turns into not poor me, but Samantha has this ideal of where she should be at and you're not, you have to recognize something else. So I don't want you to be upset because you think you've been going in this circle. Sometimes you're going in this circle until God is ready to release you. Think of it that way. Just go through the motion. Does that make, I, I hope I'm making sense to you. It makes sense. I know I'm stubborn. I know I'm hard-headed. I know <laughs> when I'm, stubborn, when I want hard-headed, what else? <laughs> When I want something, I really don't let it go, and it takes a lot for me to finally say, okay, maybe this isn't going to be for me. It's not going to be for you. But you know what's not going to be for you? Your personal stubbornness is not working for you. That's the thing that needs to be chipped away. Not everything else that, you know, you're getting, you're not getting, you know, I want this out of life. So that's really the key. The answer to your problem it's you. You're stubborn. Chip away at that. And I promise you, I promise you, Samantha, the light will shine on you. And you're young enough to figure that out. Usually I get people in their 40s that doesn't even, they don't even realize how poorly they're showing up for everybody. Stubbornness is so easy to eradicate for your higher good. Your higher good, not, not somebody else's higher good, for your personal happiness and your higher good. The stubbornness, I would look it up in a dictionary, and whatever the meaning is, I would do just the opposite. Okay. So, I'm back to IHOP. I'm back to sacrificing. I'm back to seven years at Target. People, I worked at Target for seven years. 
But every time I did, I was like, I do it for the benefit, you know? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I needed the minimum wage job. Who was I kidding? It supplemented something. I never yeah. suffered. I never suffered in the seven years that I worked at Target. Target came along at just the right time in my life. So, whatever you do, don't put IHOP down. You, you walk in. If they're offering you the job, you take it proudly. You be the best waitress that you could ever be. And every time you receive money for your tips, you say thank you. And while you're okay. doing the IHOP job, you look for a job that is more satisfying to you. But this pity me place that you're in right now, if you don't take the IHOP job, and it's not a threat, it's just common sense. You could suffer until June because God is like, uh, I gave you IHOP. <laughs> you didn't want to take it. My other favorite example, if you don't mind, Samantha, and I'm sure everybody's heard this one where there's a flood coming, right? And the fireman knocks on the door and he says, listen, we're evacuating the community. You got to go. And the guy goes, no, 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 I'm not leaving my house. And so the flood comes and it starts to rise. And he winds up on the roof, or he winds up, like, on the second floor, and the boat comes, and the people, Coast Guard is like, hey, <laughs> we should take you now because uh, the flood's not receding. And the guy goes, no, 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 I'm not leaving my house. And so he winds up on the roof, and the fire, you know, the helicopter, they're like, listen, get in, you know, get in. We want to save you. And he goes, no. And each time he says, he, at, the, at the door, he goes, no, God will save my house. And the second time when the Coast Guard came, he goes, no, God will take care of me. And the third time, he goes, no, God will. And then the water drowned. He drowned. And then he got to, you know, heaven, and he was like, no, God, what happened? And God's like, I sent rescue for you three times. What do you mean what happened? I was there. This is your, you know, this is your knock at the door, Samantha. IHOP is your knock at the door at the, at the, at the base of learning your lesson, at the base of sacrifice. So, am I lecturing? I don't mean to lecture today. <laughs> no, you're not lecturing because that's why I needed to hear it. So I don't, <laughs> I don't not want to listen to someone that I know knows. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm getting it from a higher source, I promise you. You know, it, it isn't me talking. So I want you to accept this IHOP job. If it's the one that turns out you wind up getting, um, as you're knocking the door, accept it, receive the cash that you make, be the best damn waitress that you could be. I've always wanted to waitress. It's the only job I never did. I know oh. now. It was the only job I never did, but I have to tell you, I've, I I tell people all the time, I've gotten fired from every single job that I've ever worked at, every single job, including Target. <laughs> Target, finally, <laughs> Target finally fired me, too. I'm a horrible, horrible nine-to-five worker. So I know for a fact that if I was a waitress, I I would screw up. And that's the only reason I think I 
never got that opportunity because I would just screw up people's orders every day. I would just get fired, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. One of my first jobs, I'll tell you this story, because when I tell you, I'm, I'm a total fuck-up, total. And um, I was working as a teller, and people love me. Don't get me wrong, Samantha. People absolutely love me. And so they kind of love me in the wrong way, though. So I was working as a teller for the same chemical bank, and they loved me so much that they made me head teller. Well, to this day, Samantha, I don't add right to this day. you know what I mean? Like, I should have never been a bank teller. I never had a problem as a bank teller, but I never should have taken a job as head teller. And so oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't... I don't know what happened, but this kid gives me a check for, I think the check was for, I remember now, the check was for $2,500, his kid did, from their father and mother's business. <sighs> and I didn't see 2500 Samantha. I saw 25000 Wow. And I know. And this is so embarrassing. And I proceeded to give, it was two kids, to give these kids $25,000 for a $2,500 check. Just gave it to them. And I broke it down. The only reason why, ugh, I don't even know, they, although they didn't fire me right away because they loved me. I don't know why. That was dumb. But uh, on the back of the check, we always had to break down the back of the check. It's all different now. But you have to break it down. So you have to break down how many hundreds I gave and how many fifties, how many twenties, blah, blah, blah. And uh, when they pulled the videotape, they could see the kids, how happy they were. Like, the kids went to, like, like front of the window to, like, oh, my God, we love this woman right now because I was giving them way too much money. In any case, back in the day, every bank had a relationship with the business. So when they saw who I made a mistake with, they were like, oh, my God, Tracy, we, we know exactly, we know these people. They've been our clients for, like, 10, 15 years. This is not going to be a problem. We'll just go get the money back. They called them up. And the, the business, the parents were like, sucks to be you, but if she gave it, we're not giving it back. So they didn't fire me right away because it was, and there was no crim, criminal in, involvement, but then they had to sue the people. And I guess they couldn't fire me because they had to sue the people. I don't remember. And then I had to take a lie detective test. I was really scared. But in any case, that was the beginning of my fuck-up. That was my very first job, beginning of fucking up every job after that. Here's the thing, Samantha. I've gotten fired from every job. Can I tell you why? Because I was supposed to be a psychic. Had I survived yeah. <laughs> any job? <laughs> had I survived at any job, I would not be a psychic. At all. So, how does that relate back well, to you? I don't know. I just wanted to tell that story. <laughs> well, I mean, I want to be a lawyer eventually, but right about now, I'm not in school because I have no job, so something has to come so? because if I don't work, I can't go to school. Exactly. And if, and if it means you have to sacrifice and work at IHOP, Samantha, do it. Do it. Okay. Do it. I mean, IHOP is usually one of those 24-hour operations. 
you can go to school during the day and work there at night and be fine. Make the sacrifice. Figure it out, Samantha. I know you want to be better in this world. You have to create better. You've got to put one foot in front of the other. Sometimes you've got to get on your knees, you know, a little bit of crawling. Then you get up, and I know you've been suffering. I hear you. But IHOP could be, could, could be the beginning of not suffering. In any case, I went on too long, and now I'm just lecturing and you know, telling stupid stories about giving away $25,000. Do you hear me? <laughs> yeah. I mean... How do you feel now? I needed now? to hear it. I needed to hear Thank it, and you. I appreciate it. Is there Thanks. any way possible that to see, like, if things are just going to get better soon? I mean, I am yeah. willing to take anything at this point. I just I just need things to get better because it just feels yeah. like I'm doing everything and getting nothing. Yes. Yeah. If I have to tell you, things are definitely going to get better. It's about 20 weeks. So 20, um, it's about... It, it'll it'll happen around June. I know I mentioned June earlier, but now I'm back to June, June or July, June or July. Um, I also see who you like to take care of your family. So I see you going back again and taking care of your family, which tells me that a job that you like is going to come along, and it's going to allow you to save money and allow you to save money. Hold on a second. Um, I know you want a car, but I don't think the car eventually the car will come. I don't think it shows up right away for you. It looks like it shows up around September. So something's coming through, maybe an interview in June, and then maybe the position shows up that you start date in July. Okay. All right? All right, okay. girl. Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome. Are you on my Twitter, Samantha? I know you I give don't... me messages. No, I don't have huh. Twitter. I... I really don't even really like social media very much. I have, you're on my Instagram page, but I barely go on these things. I have them. Okay, all right. But so I think I have your number in my um, contact. So I'll just, oh, I do remember because you, uh, yeah, I have your number in my contact. All right, girl, get out of here. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Tracy. Keep me, keep me posted. I will. Okay, thank you honey. again. Take it easy. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, 310. You're on the line. Hi, Tracy. This is Elle. Hi, Elle. How are you? I'm all right. Um, I'm good. A lot of crazy stuff happened, and I was going to tell you, last time, actually a few times ago, before we did this reading, you uh-huh. said something, and it okay. actually came true. I mean, actually, everything is true. <laughs> okay, so first, but, tell um, me what actually here, came I'm gonna, true, because okay. my ego is in it. <laughs> so <laughs> what happened was you told me, and this is a while ago, and it was kind of a big deal because it didn't make sense at the time. You said, I'm going to find out something, like something is going to come out, like the truth or something. And yes. when I find out, I'm going to not necessarily throw a tantrum, but you're like, go crazy. You have every right to be feel whatever you feel because something is going to come to, you know, to truth. And it happened a few days ago. <laughs> 
Um, but I didn't throw a tantrum. I mean, it's, it was like a beautiful, beautiful thing that I found out. And it's kind of life-changing, and it has to do with my past and my family and just wow. kind of like, oh, it has something to do with your family, though, the truth, didn't it? Yes, it did. Something, something about your dad or something? Yes, yes. See, I remember. remember, I remember, I remember. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, so it was that, and um, it's a beautiful thing, but also it's heartbreaking because my whole life, I was told something, and it was a okay. life. So no. that's been like no. the big, yeah, that's been the big change, and um, I've been handling it pretty well. I mean, I'm kind of shooken up. I'm really happy with, you know, with what came out of it. Um, and my uh-huh. husband was there for me until the other day, kind of started being... <laughs> Not so much there for me, and kind of turned it around when it's like I'm really dealing with something big here, and all I need is you know my my husband to be there for me right now through this time, and yeah, it, it's been really unnecessary. And my question would be like, what you see in the cards? One with him, why is he freaking out and um, kind of turning it around on me and with everything that's coming out of this. I mean, I understand there's stress with, like, our work and money and stuff, but it's March, Mm -hmm. and supposedly, hopefully, some things will happen this month, too. So Mm -hmm. if you could just Mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Okay, hold on. Well, whatever your husband is going through, it seems to be temporary. It seems to be temporary, whatever he's going okay. through. There's some major changes that's going to come back to you guys anyway where you guys are going to have a bigger focus other than, you know, your discovery, other than your discovery. Um, right. He, is he, ups, I mean, mm-hmm. is he upset? I don't know. Like, he's kind of being vicious. Like, does he understand where I'm coming from or... Does he think he's just... Well, it, it's actually turned into confusion for him now. Okay. So here's the way I'm getting it. I'm getting that whatever happened was huge and impacted you. Yeah. And his first inclination was to take care of you. Right. But now he's processing the information. He personally is processing information. And now... He's confused by it, but I'll tell you why. Because whatever his confusion is, he's kind of looking now at you. Okay. It's weird. So you're not telling me what it is, but try to try to focus. So okay. he was supportive because you're his wife, and okay. he understood that. Right. But once he. At some point, he turns it around, not so so much to himself, but he's kind of like saying to himself, whatever the situation is, like, could this also happen to me? Yeah. Does that make sense now? As in, like, with his family? Because we have a similar path. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Look at the situation. Whatever the situation is, he was comforting you. 
Right. But once he thought about it, he says, could the, your situation, could it happen to me? Not concerning his family, concerning you and him. Huh. Okay, like in a bad way? Like in a bad way, yes. Okay. And, but do you, is that something that he's convincing himself or will he get over that? No, 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 no. It's how he processes things. Oh, so, which means, <laughs> which means he's now confused. So, again, I'm going to go back to whatever your discovery was, right. whatever your discovery was in your family. Yeah. He began to think, huh, what if that occurred to me? Okay. Does that make sense? So, my first question, okay, because that was going to be my first question. Is that possible? Not realistically, I'm not asking you. I'm saying, is it possible at, at all? Right. Okay. So it's it not, is, I mean. It's not because, because of who you are. But I'm saying, yeah. realist, whatever you went through, is it possible that he could say to himself, God damn it, this could happen to me. Right. That's what's occurring. Okay. I I can see that, and that's really unfortunate because he's focusing on a negative spectrum that's not, you know. He, he started getting mad at me because I literally was like, I really need you right now, and I need you to, you know, you what you're showing me is you don't care. And he got really offended, the fact that I said that. And, but it's true. <laughs> he thinks outside of, he was in the box with you. But then he thought yeah. about it. He was like, I need to get the fuck out of this box. I'm getting out because what, what if, what if this to me? Now he doesn't want yeah. to get in the box. Right. And do you, do you see him, like, how long do you see him? Is this something that he will always think? Or is he going to get out? Like, does he see that, I mean, his actions towards me are really uncalled for? I do believe that he hangs on to things way too long, first of all. And uh, so yeah. I do, thank you. And I do believe that it's one of those things that could be used against you. Uh-huh. You're trying to, like, for the next two years. <laughs> like, oh, wonderful. He could, he could just, like, it's going to be his, like, fear now. Like, you, like, it's going to be his fear. It's going to be his go-to place now. Okay. It's going to be a, like a, a statement. It's going to be like a, like, after a while, you're going to be like, shut up, dude. Just shut the fuck up. Like, you're going to say that. <laughs> <and> it's like, <laughs> it's going to be like, how many times do you need to know, you know, a, this story yeah. is not my story. It's not my path. Like, now you're just bringing it up because you want to go hang out with your guy friend. So, you want to hang out with your guy friends, just say you want to hang out with your guy friends, but don't bring that story into my life every single time. Seriously, That's what yeah. I'm you know? Yeah. So. Okay. So do you, is he going to be, I know he hangs on to things, but is he going to come to his senses soon enough, or is he just going to be an angry person? Um, You know, he fluctuates. He fluctuates. He... 
think things will change. Things will change. It'll get better. There's some travel that you guys are going to do anyway, possibly, possibly to New York. Um, <clears throat> there's some travel anyway. And yeah. then um, but, 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 but definitely some flying, definitely. I get, oh, you know what? I get travel. I get travel, but I actually have one card that tells me it's local travel. Local for me means, you know, within the 50 states. And then maybe an international thought, international thought, the possibility of also coming Yeah, we were play. thinking, yeah, we were thinking of doing that. That has a lot to do with what I discovered to go really? across, uh, yeah, to go internationally. So that's been on our mind recently. Wow. Well, I mean... You know, if I'm bringing it up and this is something that's going on, cause you, you know, it's private, but and I respect that. But if I bring it up, knowing any of this, let this, let me help you validate that. Yeah. This is a trip that you need to make. Let me validate that for you. And it's, sorry, legality or what was the word? Sorry. I said let me validate that this is a trip that you need to make. Let me validate okay. that for you. Okay. All right. The other thing right. that I want to be able to offer up, L, is that um, when you decide to make this trip, um, everything's not coming up roses. Everything's you get that? Everything is not. That's okay. Everything is not coming up roses. Is not coming up. Sorry, roses. I don't know why. Roses. Roses. Everything's not coming up bright, sunshine, happy roses. Oh, it's all just sad. I don't know about sad. I get more. Um, maybe it is sad. There's something about being sneaky. Okay. Let me just let me just throw these words out. There's something about being sneaky, running away, um, not as compassionate as you would hope. There's something about maybe a little bit of words that sting, sting a little. Um, there's something about shiftiness, shifty. I'm a little shifty. Um, Is this from like my family or from my husband? Yes. No, 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 no. Wait. This is about the trip and your family. Okay, got it. Now, I'm not going to place this on anyone because something tells me there's more than one people that are involved in some shiftiness, ugly behavior, sneakiness, running away, not being honest with themselves, something like that. Something I know about who being that a is. chameleon. Okay. Yes. All right. I know who that is. I mean, I already, that's been kind of the whole shock factor is mm-hmm. that specific person and um, it's really that person is the person who lied to me most of my life and I haven't been able to face that person yet because I want to be able to face them in a peaceful way and right now I can't so it's been really and this person yeah. is overseas? No this person is here but this person I mean is from overseas but this person is here Okay. Um, I want to be able to offer up, L, that 
very, very important that you make the sacrifice to deal with this. Okay. Get it out in the open. Deal with it. You know, if there's ugliness involved, deal with it. You're young enough to heal. Yeah. I'm, I'm always about, like, healing the youth today. You know, some people in my age bracket, it takes so long for us to get it, like, because we've been so stuck for so long and it's all we know. But if I can get through to you in your 20s, oh, my God, yeah. let me help deal with all this ugly right now today. Now, whether okay. or not your husband is going to be supportive while you go through this is a little suspect. Esteem. You know, I think he'll be supportive, and then I think he'll lay down. And I think he'll be supportive. I get a resounding yes, but it's in my past position. And then I think he'll be a little brat. So it is what it is. <laughs> what is that's it? Um, do you do you see him like right now? He just freaked out, and he thinks I'm like the one you know, at fault because I told him, like, I feel like he's not there for me and he got offended. Mm -hmm. Is that going to, is he going to hold that against me or does he really see where I'm coming from and does he really understand the intensity of this whole situation for me? You know, he gets it, but gets it, but he acts like he doesn't get it. Yeah. He acts like he doesn't. And then sometimes... He enjoys leaving you out in the cold, and sometimes he enjoys being a bitch to you. Do you think, is this, I don't know why, and yeah, I can definitely see that, and I've seen it. But, but, but in the same token, you know, he gets joyous, he makes you feel good, and you guys are a family. So it's, he goes through these stages, you know how he is, it's hard to fix him. Because he doesn't yeah. want to fix himself. Does this um, have to do with him learning how to be in a family for the first time? Is that why it's such a up and down adventure? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But but I also think that, learns. Huh? But he eventually learns. Well, um, I don't know. He, you know, again, he's young and his emotions are younger than yours. So yeah. his learning curve, it may not really occur until he's 40. It's a different learning oh. curve. Wonderful. <laughs> he just has a, he, he marches to a different beat. And uh-huh. intellectually, he's a little slower, intellectually. And okay. his emotions are even more immature. Right. So don't beat yourself up. It's, you know, it's him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I, um, yeah, and I, I, I can totally see that. Um, do you see also, um, on top of everything that's happening right now, this is also a very crucial month with our business, and do you see this month really coming through? Because a while ago you said in March you were going to see yeah. um, some money coming through, and... Some of the investors kind of went the other way, but we are continuing to push forward and have some yes. more stuff this month. And I just want to know if you see that actually coming through finally. 
Um, I see the Three of Pentacles shows up, which means you guys are, you know, chipping away at everyone and anything, particularly the investors. But I do get my magician card. So okay. the magician does, mm-hmm, does tell me that I don't know how you do it, but you do pull the rabbit out of the hat. Um, I also get that you're the eloquent speaker for your business. So I get the Seven of Wands, which tells me that you're a damn fighter. I get that. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to offer up that one of the investors that's going to come to you, L, <coughs> cannot be trusted. Okay. So um, one of the investors sure would be legally. Yeah, we are, and I, you okay. said that there are going to be two, one small and one big. I'm going to assume that this is the small one. Well. <coughs> I, I can't tell the difference between small and big today. I can just tell that one of them is a little bit more sneaky. So if there's any uh-huh. paper signing, any paper signing, I'm going to give you an example, and I want you to understand this example. So Got it. I, once given, I was once given contract to, <clears throat> excuse me, a contract to sign. Uh-huh. And then <clears throat> my throat is bothering me. And when my throat bothers me, then it has to be for you. Something about not speaking um, email, not speaking up. Not uh-huh. something about not speaking up. If I get a physiological when I'm doing a reading, it, it means something to that person. Okay, so <clears throat> I was once giving contracts to sign. And when I looked okay. at the contract, it was on point. There was nothing that's checked in a contract. And so when I reviewed three pages of the contract, um, the person said, you know, are you okay with it? And I was like, oh, absolutely. Right. And so they then took, and I started to sign that paper, and they were going to give me copies. And they said, you know what would be rather? Let us make four copies, and you just sign for four copies, which is odd. But because I had reviewed the contract, it was okay. Right. So they made four copies, and I went home with, with my original and a copy or something like that. In any case, months go by, and then something in the contract came to fruition. And so I called them up, and I was like, oh, by the way, this happened, so this is what we get. And they said, absolutely not. Read your contract. And when I reread uh, the contract, it said something totally different. What? Yes, because what I allowed them to do was take what they showed me, then go back and come back with four different copies that I signed. Oh, gosh. Right. So I took them to court. Good. And I won. I won. Good. They had Good. to honor what I thought. No one ever gets away with this. I, I, when I tell you, like, God shows up every time, no one ever gets away with the stuff that I've gotten away with. When it was yeah. time to go to court, the judge read their neck, read them, Good. and they said, ever, anybody ever comes into my court again with this kind of shit, I'm going to make sure, you know, like, legally you get found out. But as it stands, 
the way she thought the contract is what I believe. And I was like, oh, my God, I was shocked, right? Right. With that being said, I'm giving you that example of, like, trickery because that Uh could happen to you. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And I'm actually prepared to handle that person to make sure to make sure that does not happen so it, they can't get away with it. So I'm ready. But my advice to you is just be, right, be legal-wise, be legal-wise. Right, yeah, we're legally protected. Oh, I, I don't doubt that you're legally, uh, hold on a second. I don't doubt that you're legally protected. I gave you that example right. with the contract because that could happen to anyone. Right. Yeah, that's my So I don't know how I went caught in one case. I promise you, I don't know how I did it. But I was extremely passionate about how I felt. Like I was so passionate that I, I sued them. And yeah, the judge good. totally believed me. Like he looked at me like with such like, oh, my God, she really got fucked over here. And I was like, oh. and yeah. when he threw the gauntlet down, he was like, no, she wins. And you're going to honor because <laughs> I didn't have a, it doesn't matter. In any case, I won. I'm only bringing that up because I could see the possibility of a trickery. So there uh-huh. is a company coming along that's going to be like, oh, my God, yes, 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 watch the contract. Okay, got it. All right, honey. Okay, let me get out of here. Yeah. Let me take this last call. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much, Tracy. Have a beautiful day. You're welcome, Elle. Take it easy. You too. Bye. Bye. Hi, eight four three. This is Tracy. Hey, Tracy. It's Lavender Eleven again. Hi, Lavender Eleven. How are you? Uh, I'm starving. <laughs> oh my God! Eat something. I have an issue with food, so I want you to eat. Eat for me. <laughs> I um before I got into before I ask you my question, I just wanted to say I think her name was Samantha, the young lady yes. who's looking for a job. Yes, yes, um, yes. I was in her exact position for two oh. full years. Her exact position, even down to my dad promising me money to help me get started, and then he changed his mind when I asked him for it. Her exact position, and even being stubborn wanting yes. a very specific job and passing up a lot of opportunities. Um, yes. And I waited two years before I got what I wanted. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, I I have to – I wanted to tell her that yes. as soon as you change your perspective on your situation, the opportunities yes. come. And yes. when you get something that you don't necessarily want, just yes. take it because it's better than being broke. <laughs> it really is. Um, you know what? I actually, mm-hmm. she, I, I'm going to have her listen back to this. Okay. I'm going to, like, um, text her and say, listen back to this so that she could hear it from your mouth, somebody else's mouth. Okay. Um, Hold on. But, but it's, oh, Okay. Hello? Hi. Tracy, who's this? 
Kathy, how are you? Kathy, can you do me a, a favor? I'm so sorry. They put you up without warning, and I'm so sorry. Can you call me back in five minutes? Oh, thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, Lavender, I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Oh no, that's that's fine. It's it's just that you know there is a a dream, and you feel like if you take something you don't really want, you're stopping yourself from getting your dream. But if it's mm-hmm. supposed to happen, it's gonna happen eventually. That's right. So and that's right. and being dependent on unemployment or living with family or distant relatives like I am now is not yes. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's yes, so yes, much yes. easier to get a job while you have a job. She she should take that IHOP job and be happy to serve some pancakes. <laughs> yes, and be the best damn freaking fucking waitress you could be. Smile, smile. Right, right, and and you never know because once you're in that mm-hmm. job, which is what happened to me at a at a job yes. I didn't really like, you could meet yes. somebody who could introduce you to somebody else to get you what you want. It, it sucks yes. being broke. <laughs> it sucks being broke, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, I had two questions. Uh, but thank you. One of them, thank you for that, Lavender 11. I oh. really appreciate like somebody else's second opinion. Well, I wanted to say it last, last week when I called, but there wasn't that much time. Um, yes, but I but I I completely identify with what she was going through. I was I was in her shoes for a year, and then finally after a year, I said, you know what? If I'm gonna go after a specific dream, then I'm just gonna go at it. And it took me another year to get what I wanted. And even now that I have what I want, <laughs> I want something else. <laughs> of course, but you want something else every time. Mhm. All the time. What? What? All the time. Because you know why? Least, life is never ending. Life at, is never at least ending. My life personality. Is, once yeah. once I once I tackle um once once I tackle a challenge, I feel like mm-hmm. I have to go for the next challenge. But but, but I admire that. Like I admire the ability to go. Okay, I got this. What's next? What's next? What's next? And it's more exciting. <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, a, a box of chocolates. You know, you finish a box of chocolates, but it's mm-hmm. kind of fun to open up a new box of chocolates and see what's inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Exactly. And because she's so young, I want mm-hmm. her to eventually get to a place of life is exciting. Yeah, it's it's not okay. the end. I'm I'm 26. It's it's not the end at all. Oh, you you're have young. Too. You have a long time to live. <laughs> Yeah. But okay, um let's get back to you. What's going on with you? Um, well I have two questions. One is a sort of celebrity question and one is personal. Um Okay. Have have you been paying attention to Real Housewives of Atlanta, Phaedra Park and Apollo, whatever his last name is, what's going on with yeah. them? Well first of all, uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well no, I was I was just gonna say that he turned himself in for identity right. fraud, 
Larceny, yes. something like that, and yes. now Phaedra, her, uh, she's being investigated. Her her Good. license to be an attorney may Good. be revoked. And I just Good. wanted to because I feel like she so, was in on it, and somehow the last time oh. he was arrested, she didn't get arrested somehow. She's a criminal. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to say to that. On uh-huh. my blog talk radio, August 30th, mm-hmm. August 30th, I ran down this whole scenario that just came out. Uh-huh. Ran it down. So listen to the August 30th. Because I don't need to do a reading on them right now because what they're going through is kind of up in the air. But uh-huh. listen to the August right. 30th. I tell you, I hit the nail on the coffin with this whole situation with Apollo, how he just <laughs> threw his wife over, how there is cheating involved. Listen to it. Everything came out true. Okay, August 30th. August 30th. So with that being said, give me your personal question. Well, it's it's job-related again. Um, Okay. And the new place that I'm in, like I said the last time, I love the coworkers. The job, I don't love it. I just know that it's a stepping stone for me. Um, Yes. (laughs) But... Part of me kind of regrets it, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but it's mostly because the old job I was in, the company was more prestigious, and their training school was a little bit older, and it was almost a guarantee that you would be extremely successful if you went through their training program. And okay. yeah. this new company, they have their own training program, Mm-hmm. which I think I have a better chance at getting into because it's in New York and not France. But I can't imagine myself working for this company after I'm done being trained. So oh, my, question is, my question is, um, I mean, my personal feeling about getting into the training school at the old job is that it's a long shot for me especially. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to know, do I – do you see me with that old company training with them as a, a fragrance creator in the future? Um, I remember something about fragrance with you. Um, mm-hmm. That's why New York is better for you. I get it. I get it. So I'm going to say no. Okay. Say no. I think you're going to take lemon, uh, lemons and you're going to make lemonade. You're going to take your situation and like, like develop who you are. Mm-hmm. I know that their training on your resume would look so much better. Right. I think you're going to take this training that you're getting right now from the current company and you make lemonade. You make it work regardless. Okay. Okay. There is a shift. There is a shift that could occur in about a month's time. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So when do you finish training? Well, well, that that's the thing because right now I'm just an assistant to the perfumers, and okay. this industry is so it's so backwards. If your perfumer mm-hmm. likes you, they don't want you to succeed anywhere else. They want you to stay with them for the rest of your life. And I get that. A lot of companies do that. I get that. That's, I'm, and I'm kind of worried about that. So 
I mean, essentially what everyone else is telling me is that I have to work in this position for at least a year and then apply to the training school, and then that training lasts for three or five years. So it's, okay. it's pretty long hold, out. Hold on a second, Lavender Lovett. Okay. Hello. I am. Thank you. Hey, Kathy, hold on. <laughs> um, Lavender 11. So I, ha- I actually have to get off the line, but here's okay. what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, you, I promise you, this is, this is not, get off of the structural training. Get off mm-hmm. of that. You're not thinking outside the box enough. I want you to start believing that you can create your own perfume line. Okay. Now, take what you're doing right now, sit on it, and go home every day and create your own thing. It will make sense later on. I'm not getting fired, am I? No, 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 no. Oh, my God, please, don't get scared. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm telling well, you, this I'm, is I'm lemons and lemonade. 30 minutes of working there, so I oh, don't know. No, 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 throw that, throw that out. It's not about getting fired. I'm saying okay. you, have, you have an opportunity and a very unique experience, and you're worried about structure and order and how all of this, this is going to be designed for you. And they're telling mm-hmm. me to tell you, you got in. Most people don't even get into the perfume company. You're supposed yeah. to take your experiences you're getting right now and create your own line at home. Okay. That's what I'm getting. You're going to have to talk more on this. But okay. um, you're my YouTube person, right? You're on YouTube, yeah. not, um, not, not Twitter? Not anywhere else, just YouTube. Okay. Let me communicate with you in a couple of hours. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, we'll 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 talk. Okay. All right. Thank so give you. Me a, give me a couple of hours, and I'll call you back. Okay. Bye bye. Alrighty. Bye bye. Hold on, guys. Don't leave me. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Hi. Hi. This is Trish. Your number comes up so weird. Did you know that? Yeah, it's a Skype call. It's a Skype call. Oh, okay. So I can't accept your call because I'm, you know, I've got like zero minutes left. So can I invite you to call next week and you'll be the first person that I take? Sure. But also, could you join me on Skype? If you Skype, I'm Psychic Tracy Brown, and I'll accept you. Okay, great. Um, are you leave? I know the show is ending, but it goes into overtime, or do you just have to go? I just really have to go, so okay. I can't. I won't be able to do you right now. Okay. All right. So can you call I will me back call you next, next week? week? But, but regardless, join me on Skype so I can just let you know that you're there, and I can maybe okay. answer some questions regardless. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, this is Psychic Tracy Brown ending this session uh, for today, March 8th. Um, call me at the Green Man Store, 818-985-2010.
Skype me, Psychic Tracy Brown. Uh, Twitter me, at Pop Culture Psychic. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I hope this session served everyone well. Thank you, and have a good afternoon. Bye.